We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Jumper. Got it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the fresh and clean new look Eurostep podcast network. If you're watching slash listening on YouTube, you can see the new artwork on your screen. Obviously, if you're listening on the pod feed, you may have seen it on the pod feed. Our, our episodes will have the Eurostep cover. The win in six episodes will have the win in six cover, but the feed itself, the beautiful new GSPN artwork. We launched a new Twitter account to go with this at GSPN hub. There's a lot of new happening, but I am Ty Windish, and I am joined by the old, reliable co-host, who's not really that old, Rohan Kadi. I meant that in a good way. I don't think it came off that positive. Rohan, how's it going? I took it in a positive okay. way. Okay, that's okay. good. That's good. So it's fine. It's like, you know, I'm consistent. Yeah. I do my thing. It's like, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. There I'm we doing go. well. Thank you for asking. I am very, very happy with this art. It is incredible. It is. Uh, it just fits so well. It's a perfect blend of Eurostep and Win in Six. It's uh, it's a great launching off point for us to do more GSPN content. And if we wanted to do more GSPN content, we need GSPN branding. So here we go. Like you mentioned, Ty, at GSPN Hub. That is our t- new Twitter account. Follow that or I'll have to reconsider our friendship. <laughs> um, I just, I'm serious. He's not, yeah, he's not kidding. I'm serious. I think it's funny, but he's not kidding. No, I, I mean, followed. Like, I followed on. quickly when I saw that. Good. Hey, if you're if you're a friend, you support your friends. Whoa, that's that's real. That's facts. Also, if you're not already, podcast feeds wherever you listen to podcasts: Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts, I think Stitcher, Podbean, Podbean, Google Podcasts. And if it's not on your platform, let us know. We'll get it on your platform. If it's not on your platform, but it should be on your platform. It should be on your platform. We're we're pretty spread out at this point. Um, so subscribe there and leave us a rating and review, especially if you're on Apple and send us that five-star review on Apple. If you want to get in the Euro group discord, there's exclusive opportunities there, including playback watch parties where you can watch some bucks games with us. The other way to get in there, if you don't have Apple podcasts, the Substack gspn.substack.com also featuring the brand new look, the beautiful look you can head there for 
updates on every podcast and every project we do, plus bonus written content, plus Buck stock market. Last night, Giannis and Chris taking the down stock, not great, but forward proof of subscription or just send a screenshot to Eurosteppodcast at gmail.com or tweet it at us at Ty Windish, at Arcadi Jr., at Eurosteppod. And you too can be in the Euro Group Discord, even if you're not on Eurosteppod at gmail.com. Eurosteppod at gmail.com. Excuse me. Thank you, Rohan. Does that mean the ad is Eurostep Podcast? Yes, it does. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you said it right the first time. Okay. Oh, well, I'll take the L. Uh, I'll bounce back. But today, Fun episode coming up, hopefully. I think so. We got a mailbag. We haven't done this in a while. We opened up the mailbag just on Twitter. If we had thought of it more in advance, probably would have sent out a sub stack or something. But we just thought of it last night. We had a mind meld. We both thought a mailbag would be a good idea, Rohan. So do we have anything else to remind folks of, or should we dive right into the mailbag? Uh, if you like more mailbags, oh, win in six. Yeah. It's on the feed anyway. The OGs. Yeah. We're just stealing their ideas at this point. They this is why we form GSPN. They basically do a mailbag every episode. So make sure you're following at Adam just, McGee 11, yeah. at Jordan Tresky. Jordan Tresky. At Win in Numeral 6 podcast. Yes. Don't type the word numeral. It's just the number six is what I meant by that. But follow those guys. They're putting out mailbag calls all the time. For sure. So let's get into it. Ty, what's our first question? Our first question, these are not in chronological order. I didn't want to work that hard. Twitter doesn't always sort that way. At saying underscore Justin. This is good and topical because I mentioned the Heat game. It was a bad loss for the Bucks. Justin asks, at what point of the season do we start to get concerned with those types of losses? I am not sure I can get there until the playoffs start. I, I think it depends on what you mean by concerned. I mean... Was I upset watching the Bucks blow a lead, watching Giannis and Chris not play well, watching the role players not hit shots? Yeah. But did the loss make me worried about their playoff ceiling? No, not really. It was an ugly loss, but I mean, it's it a one-game sample. Yeah. It's a one-game sample. They've been on a streak. Like, they've won previously 10 of their last 11, not 10 of their last 12. You can't just take one game and say, oh, man, they're doomed. It's They're not going to repeat. They're not even going to make the playoffs at this point. No, you can't say that. They're also it's just – Sorry, go ahead. It's a one-game sample. I mean, going in, they were one of five teams to be top ten in offensive and defensive rating. They're still third in the East. A lot of Eastern teams lost last night. would have been great to make up a game, but it's not really a huge concern at this point. I mean, the word, I remember earlier in the year when people were very concerned – it was like, are they going to have to limp into the playoffs as a sixth seed? They're solidly in third. I mean, Miami moves up, obviously, with the win, but the Bucs are in third place in the East. They're like a game and a half back, I think, still of first, because the Nets and the Bulls both lost last night, too. So yeah. it's Nets so lost early. to the Rockets. Cavs beat the Bulls. Yeah. Again, the Nets didn't have uh, KD or LaMarcus. Yeah, that that's difficult for them. One more than the other, but both at this point. LaMarcus has been balling. My six-man of the year take isn't looking too bad. Is it looking good? It's looking better than it did initially. <laughs> I, I do think with all the injuries and COVID stuff around the league, he might win just because every other sixth man ends up starting too many games. Like Bobby Portis' six-man of the year case was nuked. Not by Bobby Portis, but by Brooke Lopez's injury. Yeah, he's going to be the starter for basically the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, he's there's no way. And and Pat has cooled down slightly, although you never know if that will last. But I think our, our main answer is the basketball sucked. It was frustrating to watch. You certainly want to see the guys do better. 
but it's an 82 game season. Like this stuff happens. I was thinking back to last year. Remember that stretch when they just couldn't inbounds the ball in close games? And we were like, how is this team going to win a tight playoff series? They can't inbound the ball against Phoenix or Golden State. They figured it out. They won the playoff series. So not to say that there's no issues, not to say that Miami is not a tough matchup. They certainly are. P.J. Tucker showing he's still got more in the tank and would sure be nice if he was on the roster. But P.J. Tucker showing that spite is still a great motivator. <laughs> you know what sucks, though? It's like you can't even blame him. Like he's, no, he has every right not. in the world to be upset at the org. And I think what's great about it, too, and there's probably people shaking their head in disgust, he still got love for the city. I think it's just the org. And, like, I get it. Like, they didn't want to pay him. He wanted to stay, yeah. and they didn't want to pay him, so he left. And, of course, he went to a division rival and now wants to beat the Bucks every opportunity. He's P.J. Tucker. Like, I wouldn't expect anything less. Guy's, so. guy's a competitor. Guy's a winner. He wants to he wants to show his – like, yeah. I'll like, feel it's a little expected. bad when he goes home in five after a potential series, but not that Five? Bad. I didn't say against the Bucks. Oh, there you go. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, next question from at S Sloth or Sloth. 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 Like a slithery snake. A Speaking sloth. of very slow moving things, his question, three <laughs> words, where is Ursan? Uh, probably Mequon still. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> where he seems to be. I, I mean, he's been on the cover of Mequon Living. I think he still lives there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably just he's probably just maybe he was at the cluckery maybe he's at the cluckery <laughs> <laughs> um and I, th- I think the answer we, we don't know we, we don't we don't have an update on our i'm location. assuming it's mequon i, I think it's seen... actually mequon well do, does he live in the u.s full-time or does he does he go back i home? think he does oh does he okay i was gonna yeah. say if he's not in the I'm country not sure, i don't think the bucks are gonna i don't think he's gonna get signed anytime soon if he's still in the u.s maybe he's he's still an eligible free agent but I think the question probably there's like this running joke now that the Bucks are just reassembling last year's team after getting Wes Matthews back. Two think, seasons ago. Or two seasons ago, sorry. I think there's more chance of them signing Ursan than acquiring Robin Lopez at this point. I will say that. Yeah. It's not just Wes Matthews, George Hill. Yeah, George He's Hill. Bet, yeah. And that's that's uh, it. I'm telling you, Kyle Corver back is an assistant. That, or I'm just fine like with that. Yeah, sure. Is he better than Rodney Hood? <sighs> Roddy made a shot. Is Ursan better than Chevy? <laughs> mm, probably. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> From what we've seen this year, probably. Ursan's going to get those tippets. We know that. Um, <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> uh, please don't remember that joke. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. But realistically, like this question is like, are, are the Bucks going to sign Ursan? Probably not. Well, now they really don't have a roster spot. I mean, that's the no, thing. Even they would have at, to cut probably Shemi or Rodney. Yeah, I would assume. Those are the only two spots. Yeah, and that's the, that's true for buyouts as well. I mean, people are still excited about the buyout market. I, someone's going to have to go. And I, I don't think any Bucks fans are like torn up about either of those guys going at this point. I think there's a hope that they will. Um, but no actual roster spots and no like – no even developmental roster spots anymore, I guess, unless you want to count Jordan Wara, who um, has been about as good as let's, those two guys. Let's be year. optimistic and count him as a developmental roster spot. Sounds good. Um, cool. Let's just move to the next question. This is getting sad. Yep. 
This is from uh, at Snell Season. Shout out Snell Season. What is your concern level with the center situation? And say, for example, behind closed doors, the front office knows Bob Brooke, excuse me, probably won't be back until next season. Do you think they put together a trade package for a center? Or they can or can they survive with Giannis, Boogie, and Bobby as the center rotation? So just I, I'll let you go, but quickly let's ignore the Indiana stuff because I know we have a question about that later. Let's just yes. assume a center is like a Robin Lopez level center, not a Miles Turner level center. I think this is probably a wait and see situation. And that's why Boogie's deal is non-guaranteed. You look, you see what's going on. You just give some time to see what the landscape is like. And then you make decisions based on that. You don't want to just make up your like center rotation right away. You want to see, you sign Boogie, you sign DeMarcus, you have Bobby still there. Giannis is obviously still there. You just want to see what you have. You want to see what your deficiencies are with that group. You want to see how this group plays and what the available options are. You just got to play it. You got to let it play out and see what happens from there. If they do know that Brooke won't be back until next season, they might try to put together a trade package for, say, a Robin Lopez, but it, it would be difficult. But that would also mean you're cutting to Marcus, most likely. Um or trading because him. you, but yeah, yeah, or trading him because like you don't need a third center on the no. roster. No, certainly not. My hot take is I think probably not. I think unless unless in, uh, the one situation is, and this doesn't seem like it's going to be the case, but if they're like Boogie's not working, or if you know, God forbid, Boogie gets hurt again, then yes, they'll need someone. But as long as Boogie is available and playing okay. I think they'll probably just go as is. I mean, you start with Giannis and Bobby. As the game goes, they play a little bit without each other. They play a little bit with Boogie. That's all the center minutes you really need. I mean, if one of those guys is out, then obviously it gets a little bit tighter. But like, if you have Giannis and Boogie, you can get through a couple games like that of just playing smaller. And again, like if you stagger them mostly, that's more than enough minutes to get through a game at center. I get wanting to preserve Giannis as much as possible, so maybe – wanting another big man. The other thing is they talk about Chemi so much as a big, it's been so bad, but I assume they're going to try again when he gets healthy at, at some point. Well, should be soon. Should be soon. We haven't heard much on that lately, but um, that would help. I mean, even if it's not great, like if you can have him to be at least a defensive big a little bit and see if he gets the offense together, that's certainly something, but I don't think it's going to be a priority as long as those three are healthy. Like, I think they feel like they have the big minutes covered. And the problem with Wara, Hood, Semi, Shemi all not being good is you really don't have the big wing minutes covered. So I think that's a bigger concern than a center, even if they don't expect Brooke to be back. I mean, we all know Giannis at center is the final form for this team. Brooke is just too good to not play him or get rid of him. But now that they don't have him available, I think you just lean into that and prioritize the other positions and figure out how to kill teams with Giannis really operating in the best possible environment. Also, do not send me Brook Lopez trade ideas because I will not entertain them. I love Brook Lopez too much. I'm with Adam. I'll entertain them. I just I, – I, I won't – well, we'll get to it with the Indiana question. I don't know what team is like hankering for two guaranteed years of Brook Lopez – Fresh off the of box. back surgery. The box, but I don't know. I don't know what team they is better be. to They trade. better be. Did you see that he is giving his toy dinosaur to the team when he's not with them? Yeah. 
You got to keep him. I know. <laughs> I, I love Brooke Lopez. Um, oh, here's another Miami His jersey's question. getting retired. Oh, way. yeah. We're, we're up to four. Or, yeah, we're up to four. No, five. We're up to five. Pat? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And the big three. Uh, people will argue about Drew. I, I assume he plays out his contract here, and, and that's that. He said he's a buck for life. I hope so. From at a plinder, whose actual name I know is AJ, but the ad is a plinder. On a scale of one to day after 21st birthday, how hungover were the Bucks players last night against Miami? Pretty close to the 21st birthday is my guess. Uh, I wouldn't know. Mine happened over COVID. Oh, that's sad. We'll, have to, yeah. we'll, we'll make up for that. <laughs> um, but, I probably just exposed myself. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but... Um, the night after, I actually, I spent my 21st nur- nursing somebody else back to health. One of my buddies overconsumed at my point. What a I was good pretty guy. upset. I was upset, though. I was like, this should be me. I should be the one you're concerned about. And I'm, and, and you know what the worst part was? We had a what? rock and bean dip, and this guy yacked partially in the bean dip. Oh. Can you imagine bean dip that's wasted? Awful. I know. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a, I'm mad for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Nathan, if you're listening, he's not. Way to go. Way to go. He might be. You never know. I don't know. He wasn't listening to Reason that night. That's all I know. <laughs> um, but probably a bit. Uh, PJ Tucker might have shown them a good time. That That's my favorite conspiracy theory. That's season two of The Rumor. Season one, great Blue Wire podcast about apparently Cal Ripken might have his wife, Ke- Kevin Costner. It's a whole thing. But listen to The Rumor. But season two should be... P.J. Tucker sabotaging the Bucks by getting them way too lit like he was at the victory parade. Exactly. Uh, just uh, take him to the same place that Jokic and his brothers went. After. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a disrespectful scene for the city of Miami. Everyone's just super mad at uh, Jokic, and it's just like they're just like showing him a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. But I guess, I mean, when you compare I mean, what are you going to do? Players, yeah. Also, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, like, you don't mess with those guys. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just uh, just look up any stories about Jokic and his brothers when they were younger. Yeah. Well, see if you're going to do anything about it. They've also some bad things when they were older too. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next question, Rohan. Uh, from at downtown underscore Brown, who tied, I believe, hosted podcast as part of Blue Wire Hustle. Downtown Brown Town. Yeah. Uh, they ask, do you think we would beat Miami in a playoff series this year? Their defense, when healthy, would be a problem for this Bucks team. No. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? No. The Oh, oh the, the question is, do you think we would beat Miami? Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, I was like, whoa. It's, it's whoa. early. It's early. It's early. Uh, abs- yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I still, they'd beat any team is still where I'm at. I mean, the West has some good teams. The East – has some okay teams, but I think they're going to beat any team. We, we saw this less than six months ago. Yeah, but I will say the Brooke question is big here because he was so good in that series. But He was. Big opportunity for Giannis to, even though Miami works so hard to deny him on when Miami is defending, Miami, or Giannis, excuse me, on defense himself could absolutely take over this series because we know – the heat spacing is not going to be good. They can't really play Duncan and Harrow at the same time without getting roasted. 
So Jimmy Drew got well, benched, by the way, at yeah, the end of that game yesterday. Well, I mean, Max Struess and I mean, listen. Oh, here caveat: if Max Struess and Caleb Martin continue to shoot eighty percent on hand in their face threes, then maybe Miami wins. But um, I, I think. Do you think they? Uh, do you think they space jammed uh, Duncan Robinson's powers? Uh, all I know is. They have ransom note jerseys because they're trying to get that contract back by any means because that thing is not looking good, folks. It is not looking good at all. Pat Connison, by the way. Is, but, is that is that the model for Pat? We'll talk about it later. We have yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. But one last thing. If the role players hit shots, that game is like maybe a Bucks blowout. Like it was a close game. Giannis was terrible. Chris was terrible. And the Bucks shot like 30% from three. And I know Just he, if Jimmy and Bam play, that's a blowout. The other way? No. Oh, because Struess and Martin don't get all the shots. <laughs> Where's all the spacing? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair With point. no Jimmy, no Bam, there was an insane amount of spacing. There, wa- there Brooke really Lopez. was. Yeah. Brooke Lopez, you talk about, he was great in that Miami series because he let Bam take all the jumpers he wanted. Yeah. Hey, Bam has a good midi. How'd that work out? Whatever. Next question. <laughs> From at 2306 Mikhail B, we got a couple in a row rapid fire from, uh, I think, our number one German Eurostep Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, shout out to him, listen to us all the way in Germany, big fan, appreciate you. Absolutely. He asks, are we signing Boogie on a guaranteed contract because, man, he looks way better than even I was expecting, and then in parentheses, I hope so. So... I, they can guarantee his deal. They but yeah, don't need to sign him he to is a new signed, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because once that January 7th date passes, his deal becomes guaranteed. Right. So they, do, they wouldn't re- need to re-sign him to a new deal. It's not like this contract ends on January 7th. It's just if they waive him before that day, it's They only owe money. him per day for what he's played so far. Is exactly. how it works. Yes, and after that day, it's just like a normal minimum contract. Yeah, but I, I would guess, I believe you can go ahead and guarantee a deal. I think the team and the player can agree to do that early. I would guess the Bucks probably don't just because of the injury concern and everything else. You know, I mean, I think you probably want to preserve your flexibility in this case, but like there's no, like he can't get signed somewhere else right now. It's not like that. Like he's going to be around unless the Bucks opt to, you know, not have him around anymore. So they could guarantee his deal. I wouldn't bet on that. But like Rohan said, I mean, we're less than a month from that thing guaranteeing anyway. So as long as he's not waived by then, he's going to be around, presumably, for the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, but he does He does look better than we yeah. expected, for sure, 100%. We were raving about him last time. Uh, next question uh, from the same guy. Should we trade Dante away before tread? Before the trade deadline, or are we letting him go after the season? But then is the question for what? What would we trade Dante for? This is this is the big Dante question. Well, apparently, uh, did we talk about this? He was uh, assigned oh, yeah. to the herd He's for practicing. practice. Yeah, practice. Which is yeah. Uh, is he playing five on five at practice? Who knows? I would I would think so, right? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, he was there for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Uh, it's an hour drive, so. Uh, maybe he teleported down to the herd, but I think you. Can, I think you're not going to be able to trade him for anything worthwhile if he's not back and playing before the deadline. So we're almost exactly two months out, I think now. 
So it's getting tight at this point. Um, but I, st- I maintain you don't trade him unless you get back a piece that you feel good about this year. I think West looks solid. I think you would hope for more out of, you know, your second guard off the bench. I think Dante could provide more. I mean, honestly, watching West play strong defense and then really not do a whole lot on offense. I mean, he made a great three in, in one of the game, and I forget which game it was now. The one between the Cleveland. He made a great three in the Cleveland game. But I don't think he made a shot against Miami. I think there's going to be a fair amount of nights where he doesn't make a shot. Dante gives you some more juice. I mean, we'll see what the jumper is like, but at least off the dribble. I mean, we've torn out hair over some of his drives, but there's more juice there than with Wes. So he will get to the rim. What happens there is a different question. He will get there. He will. And, and sometimes, I mean, some good passes from those drives too. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, there's just more. That's what I'm saying. It's a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, that's a good question. Wes will miss his threes. Dante will miss his layups. <laughs> it's the circle of life. I think the upside, though, with Dante. No, is, for, is sure. Clearly, for sure. For sure. Dante. Yeah. Dante's ceiling is much higher, and his floor, honestly, might be higher, too. Dante Maybe. was pretty good. I, worst case, Dante was pretty bad, but I think in general, you're right. I think generally, um, most of the time, that that's accurate. But I like I wouldn't trade Dante for, like, two second-round picks or something unless you're literally flipping them in a deal, like, the next minute. Because I think you'd Call rather Bond Maker go get Nikola Mirotic. Oh, don't even reference that. But um, I think you keep him unless you get a piece you think helps you more this year. I just think in every one of these Giannis Prime years where you clearly have a window to win it, you can't look ahead to the future at the expense of the now. So I think he only gets traded if there's a player out there the Bucks think fits better or is more reliable or something that they could bring in for him. I'm starting to think it's less yeah. likely, honestly. Yeah, probably not, honestly, because, I mean, it's not like any team is going to be intrigued from what they've seen from Dante so far, which is nothing. And yeah. have heard nothing. Yeah, I mean, unless this, if there's like a scooter basketball league, maybe he's shown off some, <laughs> some scoot He's skills. off the scooter. I know, he's, he's, off the he's, scooter. he's been off the scooter. I know. But he did. His shot looked good on the scooter, though. He would tear up the scooter basketball league for sure. <laughs> we should found this. Dante and I's great relationship. We'll for sure be able to recruit him to be our our premier star. Hey, that's how, that's how you guys mend the relationship. You form a scooter basketball league. It's a money making idea. Here. Next question from Mikhail. Um, <laughs> can we keep both Bobby and Pat after the season? IMO, in my opinion, I don't care how. Horse got to sign both. I mean, thankfully, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. You just sign them. You have Pat's bird rights and Bobby's early bird. I think his deal can go up to like $11 million, which I believe the average NBA salary is one of the, the things you can sign to with early bird. So that's around there, which is obviously a huge raise from what he's making this year, which three. Pat point- can make what? Yeah. Three points something. It's uh, part of the tech. It's part of the mid level. No, it's not. No, 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 no. They it's the buy in. It. It's no, it's not that either. No, they signed him last season. No, it's his non-bird. That's what it is. So it's 125%, I think, of what he made the year before. I'm out of practice with cap stuff. It's not the summer. (laughs) No, they they saved it for George and then didn't use the rest. I don't think they're ever going to be able to use it, but maybe. No, they used the rest to sign Yorgos. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that was all of it either, but they did use some of it to sign Yorgos, I think. 
Yeah, and then God. he's gone. Yeah, but goodbye, Orgos. And banned <laughs> from the Wisconsin herd, which I find hilarious. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, I know. I wonder where – did we have any news? Where Do we no. know where he is? No. I'm going to check IG. Be, this, this, is the, this is the type of Eurostep reporting uh, <laughs> because no one else is going to do it. Um, talking about Pat and Bobby while I stock Yorgos' uh, But, yeah, Pat, I believe can they can sign him to whatever he wants. Uh, obviously not like I'm super max or anything because he hasn't met the criteria. But uh, don't, don't count him out. He's got another year. That's true. That's MVP true. He doesn't have a, Yeah, that's true. I think he would have to do more than that. Or wait, MVP automatically qualifies you, right? MVP, all that's NBA really cool. or all defense, I think. You're all – if it's the last year, I think you're good, but I could be wrong on that. I think okay. Let's just let's assume he doesn't hit those criteria. <laughs> that's fair. Let's let's uh let's ponder. Let's, let's go with that. It's it's gonna be the PJ Tucker situation again. They have, they're gonna have another opportunity to do it, and this in this case, it's gonna be someone who's even more important. Pat Connaughton is very very important to this team. He is their best player off the bench. He is one of their best players in general. He was one of the six players that was playing in the series against Brooklyn. Uh, if Pat Connaughton is not playing in the finals, the Bucks do not win the finals. It's it's going to be another situation where it's like, do we want to prioritize winning or do we want to prioritize spending? That's going to be the question. Based on last night, I think it's time to go a little for- further toward winning. You're going to have to. There's no news on Yorgos. No God. IG posts since now feels like kind of a sad one. Two weeks ago, him shooting with the Bucks, where it's going to keep getting better every day at Bucks. Oh, well. Good luck, Yorgos. Yep, good luck. Uh, maybe get better at things. Um, yeah, uh, but Pat and Bobby, hopefully both. I mean, they're clearly integral to the team. I mean, now Pat is the sixth man and Bobby is a starter for the rest of this year. So um, I, I think you almost have to keep them. At some point, you just, you'd just run out of rotation players. Like there's, We've talked about this, but the genius of getting the guys like Pat, Bobby, Grayson – and keeping them in the Bucks ecosystem is the, in addition to the familiarity and continuity and all that, it's the salary cap stuff. It's always easier to sign guys who have been around. So they can't, like if they let Bobby walk, they couldn't just sign someone for the same money. And same with Pat. They're only going to have like one, one solid cap exception, one not good one. They're Just assume they won't have cap space again. They might like three years from now, but just assume that they won't because they probably won't. So it's all about keeping the right guys around and then like trading and stuff. So I sure hope that they're both around after this season. Oh, and I, the sure. next the next question was the same at Hindust. I think it's at Hindustan one one nine zero zero eight four two. Also asked about Pat and Bobby, and again, sure hope so. Yeah, got it. <laughs> we we really we really hope so. Um, next question. From at Eugene Churso. I apologize if I'm pronouncing that. Churso. Yes. Uh, if you ever find yourselves in a fight, who would you rather have with you? Boogie, Thanasis, or Bobby? Uh, heartbeat, Boogie. Oh, interesting. I was actually leaning Bobby. I'm surprised you didn't Why? say Thanasis just so you could hang out with Thanasis. No, 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 no. I don't want Thanasis to get involved. He's, he's too important to the team. <laughs> That's true. That's And well, also... <laughs> His uh, burgeoning movie career through his relationship with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Don't let that face get punched here. That's more. 
or he could be in the next uh in the next uh what's it called i can't think of it rocky what's the what's the guy michael b jordan what's the movie help me out creed, time. Creed. creed creed thank what you about, yeah one of my favorite movies of course <laughs> oh my god imagine if the nastus was in oh my ah that would be amazing even if it was just and you know what the best part is absolutely possible absolutely oh, possible because he's legit was a john wick yeah well it's like just imagine like just the nastus is like a guy in a gym with one line oh 100 instant can we make class. this happen we should ta if you're listening or michael b jordan if you're listening michael or b jordan's definitely listening sylvester stallone if you're listening be a little odd but um let's get hey the wait don't if he's listening why are you saying it's a little odd I mean, it just seems like it really comes out of nowhere if, you, if you're listening tweet us please yeah, uh, yeah slide, <laughs> let us know but uh um, and michael b jordan yeah and the nasus yeah <laughs> we'd be equally excited for those three believe it or oh, not 100 i think boogie but, is just overall bigger so i feel like you're less likely to even like the, is the fight even going to start no, 100% not. Do you remember that picture of Carl Anthony Towns trying to go through a Boogie? Such a good picture. Cat's, cat's fighting for his life, trying to move Boogie. Boogie just looks unbothered. He has slimmed down since then, but he's still a large, strong He's still human. bulked. Yeah. Just no chance. I, like, Boogie is decimating, like, most of the people on this planet. Yeah, I mean... Boogie is like it's it's way less than one percentile or 99th way more than 99th percentile in height, right? Yes. For the world, I mean. Yes. It's, it's like it's got to be like 99.9 basically. Because hmm. if it's you're the six opposite feet, of if, the mic. If you're six feet tall, you're what like 70 percentile probably. Something like if that. If not higher. Because yeah. there's like babies and a lot of people are in the five foot range, like. <laughs> want to count babies as people boogie would well, decimate babies are people <laughs> boogie would decimate a baby <laughs> we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. 
Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Don't clip this. We're doing too many clips about... Boogie and everything. No, we we control if we clip it. We like. I mean, I guess not. But I mean, anyone could just. Yeah, they could. But um, we're not tweeting it. That sounds bad out of context. But we're gonna go with Boogie. Okay. It's it's the opposite of the Michael Beasley tweet where he said 223 million people could guard him or something. Well, he said there's a new person born every day who couldn't guard me. I also saw he tweeted that. Did he? Yeah, he tweeted that. Yeah, but he also tweeted. 223 million people on the planet can guard it because he did his math wrong. Because <laughs> he said, what is it? I don't want to do this. Seven, seven, five, three, zero, 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 zero people on earth. Seven, five, two, nine, 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 nine of them can't guard me. He forgot a seven, which means that 223 million people can guard it. <laughs> so that's basically America. Yeah. All of America around there, right? Like, <laughs> he wonders why he's not in the league. Yeah. Because I mean, all the on. entire population of the United States could guard him, apparently. Yeah. Or like half of India? Less? Way less than way half. Way less than half? Yeah, that's what I thought. India's got like way over a billion people. Oh, a bill? oh my God. See, I'm yeah. out of touch. They're the second most populated country in the world. Well, I knew that. And only to China, right? But I, I just yeah, I China's got like one point. Five, 1.7 or something like that. How India's many, got like 1.2. How many 1. Australias could guard Michael Beasley then? Like five? Five times? Five X Australia could clamp bees? Australia. Australia's got 26 million. 10. People. 10 Australias. Yeah, 10 Australias. <laughs> or, like, or like nine if you count kangaroos and... And all the wombats. Oh, the kangaroos such. could definitely guard Michael. Kangaroos Beasley. could clamp anyone, bro. Kangaroos oh, are not to be trifled with. Kangaroos could clamp Boogie. Yeah, they're strong. That that'd be a, that'd be a worthy opponent for Boogie, a kangaroo. It's like when like uh, when like dudes wrestle bears. That's Boogie v a kangaroo. Nah, 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 nah. The bears definitely are overpowered against man. But yeah, I mean, I agree. Depends on the if bear. If you're fighting a bear, here, I'm sorry if any bear fighters are listening to this. <laughs> Tweet us. But if, if you a fight a bear, fighter, yeah, please do. Please do. But if you fight bears, you're an idiot. You're absolutely an idiot. I feel that way about almost any animal. Because we have the choice not to. Unless you're in a corner or whatever. But like 99% of the time, if not more, just don't fight an animal. We live in a society. Yeah. It's not necessary. <laughs> just go to work. Like you don't need to fight a bear <laughs> or anything. There's no need. We've advanced <laughs> why, beyond this. Why are, you fighting a, why are you fighting a bear? Go get a job. <laughs> like, come on. Like, there's no... You can get anywhere you need to go without seeing one. Go drive a car. We have towns. <laughs> we, we have cities. We have indoors. It's just ridiculous. Okay. Uh, Next question is a fun we? one. Yeah. Yes, it is. From Easy Yijinlan. Is Yijinlan the greatest Chinese basketball player of all time? He's this, up there. He might be like two or three. The sad answer is clearly no. No, absolutely. Yao. Yao is, yeah. is number one. Oh, I was going to say Jeremy Lin. Well, the, see, the interesting thing is when I pulled up the list on Real GM, they don't have Jeremy Lin there. No, because he's not from China. Yeah. He's, he wasn't born in right. China. So they, I was he, making an Ennis joke. <laughs> and oh, what, 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 did, I, did I miss the reference? 
Oh, do you miss Ennis Freedom tweeting at Jeremy Lin? No, yeah. I, Rohan, uh, let, I'm, not, I'm, not, Ennis I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting into it. Good. Not, yeah, good. Yeah. It's 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 a mess. But um, but if you even if either if you count Jeremy Lin or not, it's Yao. Yao is the greatest. Uh, yeah, it's, it's player in NBA. He's history. up there though. He's definitely up there. We obviously know why this question was asked by this account. Yes, but he's up there. So now Top I'm fascinated. He, he's the third leading scorer in terms of points per game in Chinese-born players. Yao is number one. Tom Meshery, Wait, who? who is a Russian-American player who was born in China. Huh. Never heard I of thought, this person. Yeah. I mean, he was born in 1938. Yeah. He's still alive. Oh, shout out Tom. And according to this, he's 83. His numbers retired by the Warriors? What? He was a one-time All-Star, but his, I, I don't, why'd they retire his number? I don't know. This is interesting. I've never heard of this player, but now I feel like I need like a deep dive into Tom Meshery. Was it the Philadelphia Warriors? Did it go over with Golden State? Uh, he was drafted there, yes. By Philly? Yep. Okay. He was the seventh That's overall wild. pick. He was 6'6", so he was a giant back in his times. That's incredible. This is just a wild story. Tomislav Nikolovich Meshnirikov was born in Harbin, Manchuko. His parents were Russian emigrants who fled from the October Revolution in 1917. And they spent time in a Japanese internment camp near Tokyo in My World goodness. War II. And this guy ends up playing in the NBA, getting his number retired. Story. This is wild. Like this should be a. Doc. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I love that he's, he's a Russian American, but he's the second leading players from China scorer of all time, which is just great. Yeah, he's, he's has to lead in total points. He's played way more games than Yao. Yeah, he played nearly 800 games in the NBA. How have I never heard NBA? You need to do a better job appreciating your history because I should know about this guy. They do. They absolutely. If you do. if you're dope. listening to this. And you've heard of this guy before? Please tweet us. Yeah, I, I had never. He was born in 87? Who? Yi Jinlan. Yeah. Did we know that? Is that old for a player drafted then? No, I guess not. Not really. I guess that was several years ago now. Yeah. That was a decade ago. <laughs> yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Zhu Qi. Who is like the seven? I thought he was going to be the next big thing. I, I, I actually I thought he had it. He had p- potential. He is the sixth player on this list. Yeah, but it's uh, it's definitely yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. The only Hall of Famer, it, unless Tom is in. No, it doesn't look like Tom is in. Tom Mesher, okay. but Yao Ming, the greatest. He almost. He's got ninety nine thousand points, sixty six thousand rebounds, thirteen thousand assists. It's a lot of numbers. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Shout out to Tom. I got to look at more into him. Yeah, we got uh, we, we should continue Tom on with the mail. Yeah, we should. We should. Go ahead. Uh, What's the next next question? question from Matt CRZ2300. I heard there were trade rumors with Indiana on the Locked On NBA podcast. Is it just rumors? Is it possible to trade any for anyone? And who would we give up? Uh, those are just rumors, <laughs> uh, to my knowledge. Well, and I don't think, unless I missed something, are the Bucks were the Bucks actually tied to this, or is it just like that Indiana's looking to trade? Probably just that, right? So that that's the yeah. big news right now. Is if that, there's anything Bucks related, it is purely speculation. Yeah, to so, my knowledge. 
to my knowledge as well. Um, so Indiana is, I don't think they're tearing it down. I think they're retooling. It sounds to me like they're just finally ready to not do the Sabonis-Turner thing anymore. No, which... it's, I mean, the, the Shams, or the athletic report, uh, which came out like yesterday, I believe, yeah, or two days ago. Two days ago, maybe. I don't uh, remember. Was, was saying, was worded in the way that it's like Indiana is listening to trade offers for Sabonis, Turner, Lavert. They're just like, they're gearing for a rebuild. And then you have Rick Carlisle saying after his game yesterday that he had a player uh, meeting with his players where they reiterated that uh, we're trying to win now with this group. Uh, who had to believe in this situation? Probably not the guy who's trying to win games uh, and just, you know, uh, just straight up tell his players, yeah, we're looking to trade all of you. Uh, but he this has been trades pro- are part of the business. So trades are definitely part of that means that the report is likely true. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I do think the Pacers are trying to push back on, um, you know, I, I don't think they're, I don't think Indiana will ever really like tear it down to the studs. I think they're trying to get some assets. They like, have to eventually. Well, I, not willingly. I mean, I guess not. <laughs> not willingly they don't. Uh, and they can't trade Brogdon to be clear. But for, no. the, for the Bucks part of this, whatever Indiana's motives are, none of the exciting guys they're going to get, most likely. Um, so... Sabonis makes 18.5 million. Karras makes 17.5. Miles Turner makes 17.5. So at that point, it's like all you can, like, you can get there in salary with like Brooke and Dante. But as I, I alluded to earlier, why on earth would the Pacers want to do that? What is the benefit of getting older in Brooke, again, with a guy who may not play again this year and may take a long time to get back to his form? if at all, unfortunate reality of this thing. You didn't have to, we're not speaking this into existence. That's, that's Indiana's perspective is what I'm saying. Like why, why are they, oh yeah, let's get another center. Perfect. But one who can't play. So we can play Goga now. Who's like fourth on their center depth chart. Because Brooke is an icon. That's why. And Dante, who also, who has played one less game than Brooke Lopez this year, (laughs) zero. And is a free agent at the end of the year. And oh, throwing Wara. Wara got his minutes taken by a two-way guy they signed two weeks ago from Sioux Falls. Just some ra- not. I mean, Javante Smart, good player. He's kind great of interview. Great halftime guy. interview. Great halftime interview. Very polite. Wholesome. Wholesome content. It's not great for Jordan Wara that Javante Smart popped in from the G League and immediately took all of his minutes. He's also a free agent at the end of the year. So. I don't see any motive for Indiana to be interested in that for one of their best players on their team. And I think other teams would beat those offers easily. I've seen so many arguments like Indiana's rebuilding. Rebuilding teams take worse players back all the time. Yeah, and they get like a prospect or draft picks. And the Bucks don't have those. So somebody asked me, here's a, I don't think this is in the mailbag. Is Pat C their best realistic trade chip at this point? Assuming you're yes. not trading Giannis, Chris, uh, Drew, and Grayson is not eligible to be traded because of his extension. Maybe like Bobby? Bobby? It's Bobby or Pat. Those are the only real options. Yeah, I think it's Pat. Yeah. And they're not trading either. <laughs> I hope not. I certainly hope not. Um, yes, trade trade your starting center who you've had to start because of injury. Great idea. Yeah. I mean, and your best your best w- – not I was about to say your best wing player. Your best wing player off the bench. It's just like the salaries are so hard. If, if teams aren't interested in taking back Brooke or if the Bucks aren't interested in trading him either way, like if you include Pat, Bobby, and Dante, which is, again, you're decimating the Bucks' rotation. It's only $13 million in salary. Like you're still not up to 
Sabonis or Turner level. He's a little yeah. more than 13 million, but it's not enough. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at their roster. The one guy. There's one. You could get. Yeah. It's Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. He also makes more than I remembered, though. Six mil. It's kind of a lot. But, I mean, Dante and Rodney works. Yeah. You open up a roster spot. You shave a little bit off the salary. Because um, I think those two combined make seven point, or no, 6.8. So you open up 800K so you can sign the replacement player and probably just about cut even or maybe come out ahead salary cap-wise. I'm not really sure why Indiana would do that, but if they – I get maybe a second Help round the Bucks. Apparently their front, their front offices have canoodled in the past. <laughs> they are known for canoodling. Kevin Pritchard, noted canoodler. Um, um, but – or and if you're trying to recapture the magic of uh, the 1920s, <laughs> uh, you're just getting another set of brothers. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you go get Tory Craig. Oh no 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 no! He was 2021. 20, Come on, Tom. oh yeah, I, I'm all over the place. I mean, I guess no like, because because you had the uh, Lopez twins and then you had uh, Giannis and Thanasis. So if you can't get Rolo, go get another brother and get Justin and Drew. Try and get Aaron as well. Why not? Where's Aaron? Um, Wizards. That sounds right. What about like O'Shea Brissett? I would give up a second round pick plus Shemi to get O'Shea Brissett. I find him intriguing. Why? He's intriguing is yeah, I mean I'm intrigued, but also like why? Well, uh, last year when he pl- he started some games, spot starter, 42% from deep. This year 39% from deep. He's a 6-7 forward. I would take a shot. I mean, if they're just looking to, like, get rid of guys, he's not playing as much this year. He's only 13 minutes per game. I mean, if they want Shemi, if they want Tory Craig and Shemi to recreate the Spider-Man meme every day in practice and a second-round pick, which we know Indiana loves second-round picks, I guess that. But uh, Justin sure. Holiday, maybe. Justin, I feel like another team is going to outbid the Bucks for Justin Holiday. Yeah. Do we think, do we think Justin Holiday is moved by the trade deadline? I don't know. I mean, it depends. I if think so. Really, I'm going to say yes. It depends if they're really trying to rebuild or not. I mean, the difficult thing for Indiana is with T.J. Warren still, and I would love to get T.J. Warren. That's a that's a Brook Lopez salary slot. Although they could get there by lumping three guys, but it's not worth it. But if he was healthy, he'd be a great stretch forward to player next to Giannis, like a Drew Grayson or Pat whoever. Chris, T.J. Warren, Giannis lineup would be so much fun. They're not going to. He's not playing. He's too good. But um, he's also hurt. Yeah, so I, they kind of need wings, although not O'Shea Brissett, apparently. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Dante would fit right in in Indiana. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Is this a Trace Leches comment? Yes. Okay. It'd be sad. <laughs> we'd have to go to Dos Leches. Ah, oh, that's true. Because they, they uh, can't get TJ McConnell anymore. He's, he's hurt now. He's going to miss a lot of time, actually. He's Is probably he might be out the rest of the season. season? That's brutal. It, that's, that sucks. Pretend, it's not it's not confirmed that it's the rest of the season, but it might be. Bucks have experience with those. Um, okay, so but the, maybe that's why the Pacers and Bucks like each other so much because they both just do not care about telling anyone anything <laughs> except each other. They whisper sweet nothings yeah, to each other. <laughs> exactly. Like if you if you ask Kevin Pritchard about Dante, he's like, oh yeah, I know everything. I know what type <laughs> of surgery Brooke Lopez had. I know everything. <laughs> Um, the fun world we live in. Okay, but to to wrap it up, uh, none none of the main guys I would expect no. to even be. It'd be to so like. Can you imagine Miles Turner on this team? 
It'd be okay. Oh my God. It'd be okay. I think he's a little overrated. I think he's like, he's probably wouldn't be as, I don't know. He could fit the Brooke Lopez role. He's just not as physical. And that's the difference. He's like, not Brooke as physical, so physical, but he's quicker. Yeah. I think he's a better shooter. So I think Giannis could take over some of the physicality. I think it could work really well. But like the thing is Miles Turner, he's also, I think he's a little longer than Brooke too. He may be. Uh, but he has that a similar, I'm not going to say the same, but he has similar defensive impact at the yeah. rim yeah. as Brooke Lopez. Uh, he's not as well versed in sort of drop coverage as Brooke Lopez. And the rebounding is not not exactly, there either. But. Exactly. So you're not going to fully replicate the role, but he is younger. He fits Giannis's timeline. He's quicker. It's just, no, it's not happening. Plus, I love Brooke. Yeah. Okay, next question. From at AK Shade Jane. Sorry if I didn't say that in the right syllables. 13. Do the Bucks, do the Bucks, what did you say it? Akshay Jane. Akshay Jane. Yeah. Do you you know this or are you just going for it? I'm assuming. You're assuming? Okay. From Akshay Jane, 13. Do the Bucks have a different strategy compared to last year? It's a good question. Um, We could do a whole pod on this probably, but for the sake of this being a mailbag, I think the quick version is yes. More blitzing defensively. I think this is a Bobby Portis thing to try and incorporate him more and a little bit boogie too and offensively it's been kind of a mess with all the injuries but i think we're seeing even more pick and roll um but a lot of the things are the same i mean we're still seeing dunker spot and and all that but i think with all the new players it was natural to work in some new stuff and and that's what we're seeing this year so far i think a lot of the adjustments have come defensively and that's because brooke lopez has been out and you can't just rely on him being a security blanket at the rim anymore um, and that's we've seen that a lot in terms of rebounding early in the season. The Bucks were getting absolutely decimated on the boards. So any they're still continuing to give up a lot of offensive rebounds, but it's it's more of like a, they're how do I phrase this? They're getting more crisp rotations. Like uh, I tweeted out a video like a few weeks ago against the Pacers game where I was like highlighting the Bucks rotations defensively, and it's just like it's that type of stuff where they're reacting in real time to sort of where passing lanes are going to be, where shooters are going to be, because they can't just stick with their guys anymore because they have to contain penetration more because again, Brooke Lopez isn't there. So you have to really be uh, really, really disciplined in terms of like, if you're leaving a guy, another guy has to rotate immediately. And there has to be backside rotation based on that because otherwise you're just giving up wide open threes. This is what we've seen a lot. Like, plague the Bucks in the past in terms of like if there's penetration with no Brooke Lopez they're just like oh shoot what do we do and we saw a lot of even not even containing penetration off doubles you would see a lot of like one pass away doubles which still boggles my mind how they let those happen it's the most simple pass in basketball and they let it get to a wide open shot but it's just like why uh Vince the but we're seeing less of Oh my God. Oh my God. It's just, it's burned into my brain. Just some guy, I think like Kawhi or Pascal just posting it, not even posting up. They're catching the ball in the triple threat position on the left block. And just someone shades over from the top of the key. One pass to a wide open three. Why? But whatever they want a title. Um, <laughs> then we're seeing a lot, just, just to sum it up, a lot of defensive adjustments. They're more contained, more concerned on containing penetration and then scrambling the shooters. It's a lot of what you see Miami do actually, because they don't have like a big time rim protector. Cause bam is more of a perimeter big. You need to be able to fly around the, on the defensive end. 
And that's what my, makes Miami seem so good is that they're so disciplined on when they're flying around and where they're flying around. That's why Eric Spolster is just an awesome, awesome defensive coach and just coach in general, even though Bud ate his lunch money, ate his lunch money, took Ooh. his lunch money uh, in the, in no, the playoffs. He ate that money. Throwing <laughs> dimes. Um, but yeah, it's we're, we're seeing more of a focus on rotations uh, rather than just sticking with guys. Yeah, uh, and I think just to sum it up, like this is the this is the least drop we've ever seen from a bud team because they just can't do it. They, they just don't have the personnel to do it right now, so they're not. So I think uh, a lot of the bud a lot of the bud discourse this year has been weird. The next question to I'm bucked up underscore asks: Do you think Coach Bud's distribution of players in the first half impacted the ability for players to get hot until the second half? This is about the Miami game. Not really. I just think guys didn't play well, and I think that's been the story in a lot of their losses. Bud's not been perfect, but um, we're doing the whole year basically without Brooke and using some of the guys they've had to use, and a lot of the guys just not playing all that well. Like I, I don't know what situations or spots you have to put players in for them to be better, but um, in this game, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't think really in that game it was a factor. I thought there were some good shots that were missed, and then sometimes they got bogged down in bad offense, but like, I don't think Bud is over there on the sideline like, don't pass, don't move the ball, ISO no, it's, and take an it's early because shot. No, it's because we've seen it yeah. happen in the sense like, just like I said, less than six months ago, we saw them pick apart the same Miami defense with Chris passing, great positioning. It's just the players didn't show up. P.J. Tucker, he he wins this bat. He, he took yeah. him out, he showed them a good time. Yep. He won. Okay, uh, next question from at Barry Mathert 3. What position are you drafting with our 2022 first round pick, or what are you doing with it if you don't use it yourself? So, to get the CBA part out of the way, you can trade it right after the draft. So, you can basically you can trade the draft rights to a player. Yeah, so you, you, you can agree to it during the draft. Technically, you don't do it until after, but they, they can't trade the pick now. To be clear, like they couldn't today include it in trying to get Miles Turner or something. That's not allowed. It's kind of a stupid rule. But as soon as they actually pick the guy, they can then agree to trade him before or after signing him. It depends on exactly how the trade works, but they, they can trade it basically on draft day. Best player available for me. I don't really I don't care. Um, I think any any position. I mean, now you're looking more at centers down the down the road than maybe you would have been. But. I still think they're going to need a, a better backup point guard in two years. I think they're going to just, need just what wins. Adam has been claiming for, or clamoring for for years. Just draft a point guard just once. We'll see if if Javante can be that guy. I think he that's might. the hope. He might, honestly. No player has gotten Bucks Twitter more fired up and shooting like one for five in every game than Javante Smart. It's 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 a thing to cling to because it's new. Yeah. Like this Bucks team is like we know what they do now. It's like. Yeah. Especially with like the injury picture sort of clearing up, Brooks out for a long time. Uh, Shemi might be back soon, but he's probably not going to be in the rotation. Uh, Dante out. Yeah, <laughs> you know they, these are the guys. These have been the guys for a while. So you're trying to find something interesting to really delve into, and it's like, oh, Javante Smart, new guy, uh, very wholesome guy, uh, just a poor guy. His hairline is messed up. Yeah, but it's it's rough. Uh, <laughs> But he's a great interview, and he's a good player. Yeah, I, I think um, I think the exciting thing, in addition, I think those are good points. 
They also just haven't utilized two ways like this before. I mean, we they just haven't developed guys aside from Giannis. Yeah, just in general. I mean, Dante, I guess, but like, it's just nice to see. I think a little more focus on like Mamu getting to really play and Javante now getting to play Justin Robinson before, even if it is kind of born out of necessity. Like with teams like the Heat, like look at Max Struess and Caleb Martin. Caleb on a two way now. I think Struess was last year. Like. You can find real players with these things and actually bring them along and they can help your team. So I think it's exciting to see the Bucks kind of the pipeline actually be utilized instead of, you know, Frank Mason and Jalen Adams tearing it up in the G League, never playing for the Bucks and then being gone. Like, it just feels like the guys are more incorporated this year, which I think is good. Um, no, it is. Do you have a preference on position? Uh, best available, but yeah. maybe point guard? Point Big guard check. or center, maybe. What'd you say? Chet? I said take Chet. Chet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Chet falls Paolo, to 30, Paolo. I'm down. Paolo or Chet? Paolo or Chet, just straight up. No, no, who would you pick? Out of those two? Yeah. I think I would pick Chet. What if he never, what if he's Thon Maker 2.0? Yeah, he might be. I, I'm, I'm wondering if Paolo is going to be Jabari 2.0. That's the, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's, just, I mean that's, Jabari was a much better player than Thon at their peak. Jabari is still in the league. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's with the Celtics. Oh, he's still with, oh, yeah. They use him like once every two weeks. It's kind of weird. Um, right? Or does he play every game now? I have no idea. I don't think, he, I don't know. Whatever. Best of luck to you, Jabari. Um, next question from Raghab Kalani, hopefully, at Kalani underscore Raghab. If you could choose any current player in the NBA to be added to the Bucks lineup, who would it be? Let's ignore the salary cap for the sake of argument. I think it's super easy. I think it's Steph Curry. It's Steph Curry. Steph, Steph, Drew, Chris, whoever, Giannis. Probably Bobby. Doesn't really matter at that point. Steph and Giannis has always been the GOAT tier pen. Like KD would be great, of course. But like Steph just going full spacing with Giannis, it's unbl- it's unguardable. That team. That's be- why it's like it's like if if back in the back in the old days when we were like, oh my god, is Giannis gonna leave? Like that was that was team like, would have been. Oh my god! I was like, if he goes to the Warriors, like fair play. Yeah, fair play. Like even, that's fun. <laughs> I think even more than just like his shooting ability. Like then it's a better fit than a guy like Luca or KD or even LeBron. Because Steph is the best off-ball superstar. In exactly. The so exactly, he doesn't. He's not a ball dominant guard. He's not someone who's just gonna like pound the ball into the uh, into the hardwood and just like take every shot and hope guys like get rebounds or like secondary creation off of doubles or something like that. No, Steph and Giannis are a match made in heaven. Like Steph relocating after actions with Giannis. Oh my like, god! They'd it's be also like the two two most gravity impacts in the league. Yeah, but like it would on break opposite defenses. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? What do you do? <laughs> like, imagine you, you go to double Steph up, up at the logo, and then you have Giannis working in a four-on-three. Oh, my God. So if you send That's two just... if you send two to Giannis, two guys are, like, both corners are just wide And then, open. no, and then they recover when Giannis gets it, and then, and then Steph's Steph wide open wide, in the yeah, corner. No, it's, it, it would break Like, basketball. what do you do? Defenses right now cannot contain Giannis. Giannis. Defenses right now cannot contain Steph. Would that be the best two-man pairing ever? Yes. I think it'd have to be just because like... It, no, it's it's two of the great... Like, obviously, there have been multiple pairings of two of the greatest players of all time. Kobe, Shaq, uh, like... Steph KD. Yeah, Steph KD. LeBron, LeBron Wade. Yeah. Who else am I missing? LeBron AD. There's a bunch of... I mean, Magic like the, and Kareem. The Magic... The, the Sixers when they had, like, Dr. J and Moses. 
Yeah. Stefan Giannis is I just think it's the best possible fit. Like, I don't think you could possibly fit two players of that caliber. And part a lot of that is just Steph, right? Because that KD and Steph was one of the best fits, too, just because Steph is the most malleable superstar of that level. Mm. But also Steph, in Steve Kerr's offense? Or, I mean, even in Bud's. Yeah, but like in in terms of like uh, the way the Warriors play, it's like spacing doesn't really matter to them. Yeah, I mean, imagine dunker spot if you have Giannis and Steph on the floor. Like guys are just oh walking to open dunks all day. Then Asis yeah. could average twenty a game if he played if he started. He would just walk into open dunks. He'd be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna dunk again. This is great." He already does that. That's <laughs> true. But it he doesn't average twenty. A he's game. two a game instead of twenty. That's the Steph Curry yeah. difference. Oh, uh, um, that's just soft. Hey, we'll get we'll get it an all star game. Yeah, hopefully if they if they both or play. or Steph, Steph make the call. Yeah, make the call, Steph. I mean, he did just sign an extension, but who cares? Yeah, they're uh, not prioritizing winning, Steph. They took Kuminga and Moody. Moisey Moody uh, from at Incognito Holiday at Anonimo seven four six five eight nine one four. Oh, we we kind of covered. How are you feeling about our chances against the Heat in a playoff series? Very good. Good. Good, yeah. I think they still have what it takes. They're still not. They're they're not that team. No, they're good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. They're probably the fourth best team in the East. What? Who's the third? Bulls. Oh yeah, tell Yeah, I think the Bulls. Yeah, are, they're, they're they're the fourth. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty close. Those two, um, but I think Nets and Bucks are still the best. Even though the net the Nets have been uninspiring too, and they're still like first in the conference. So not a bad team there. They've had a lot of close games. They have. But they're still really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you have that KD guy, you always uh, are more, better than almost any team not with that KD guy. I was exactly. thinking about this. How many superstars have beat KD in a playoff series? Steph, LeBron, Giannis, Duncan? Yes. Are there that many more? Is that the list? Is that the whole list? I think it might be. I mean, a, a healthy KD. I yeah, yeah. When when Katie plays the full series, like it's a, I think it's a short list of guys who have actually beat. Yeah, them. Steph, LeBron, Giannis, Duncan, Dirk. Um, let's see. Oh, they lost to the Lakers in 2010, so Kobe. Okay. I would assume, and then in 2011 they lost to Dallas, so Dirk. In 2012 they lost to Duncan, or no, they lost to LeBron. In twenty, yeah, that was the finals. In twenty, oh, in twenty thirteen, they lost to Memphis. Was KD not healthy? No, he was out for the season. That's a that's the Russ year. Yeah, so is it right? No, no, he played. He played. Really? He might have. That might have been the year he came back. What year was it? Twenty twelve, thirteen. No, he played the whole year. Really? Yeah. So Memphis. So Memphis kind of. Memphis kind of models. Marcus All. <laughs> Marcus All slash Zebo. KD averaged more than 48 minutes per game in the last two games of that series. They lost in five. They won the first. Wait, I think wait, someone was hurt. Up. Someone was hurt. I remember. Was Russ hurt? Yeah, Russ was out. Okay, that makes more sense. So this was post-Harden trade and Russ didn't play. So KD just got like, yeah. Jared Let's, Bayless was on that Grizzlies team. Jared Bayless is a legend. Ed Davis. But that, then in 14, they lost to Duncan. In 16, they lost to Steph. In 17, they didn't lose. In 18, they didn't lose. 19, he got hurt. hurt. 21, they lost to Giannis. So I love that list. Steph, LeBron, Kobe, Duncan, Dirk, 
Marcusol. <laughs> Raptors fans are like, I don't see the joke. All on the same level to me. Raptors fans want to count 2019. Yeah, of course they do. Um, okay. Now we got we got a power through. We're already we've we oh we had four goodness. questions. Rohan, you got a class. We got a good yeah. motor in here. Uh this is from S underscore McAnderson. Boogie exposed on defense. Is this a spolster Miami thing or is it indicative of a real problem? The hedge slash recover seems to have fixed the Bobby D problem. What for Boogie? I've the Bobby defense problem, not Bobby Dandridge. Uh, <laughs> uh, the zone. Uh, do not go to zone against this Heat team. Please do not ever. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I think part of it is Boogie's just not going to be a great defender on the Bucks, And part of it is... You're expecting too much at that point. Well, it's just early, too. Like, I think he needs some more time to acclimate. They've probably practiced like three times since he's been on the team, if that. So, I mean, I think it's always going to be a little bit of an issue. You just hope that you get more offensively. And if you're not in a certain matchup, you just don't play him as much. But um, certainly, I think the Heat are a good team to take advantage of him. They have a lot of speed, especially this version of the Heat. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not that worried about it. He's he's the backup big man for a reason. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Like, again, backup big for a reason. You're not going to get too much out of him. And you should, if you're expecting him to be like a stopper defensively, you have too high expectations. I, I think he they was can never, get he, more. I think they can get more, though. Sure, but he was never like a stopper even in his prime. No, he's like a disruptive player, but he wasn't a play-to-play. Yeah. Play. And now without the athleticism. I, I, would, I would like to see them, and maybe they will, try out the drop a little bit with him. Yeah, they probably will. I, I think that could like, work. It depends on matchups. I have enough faith but, in the coaching staff that they'll try it. Yeah, I mean, this, it, you don't have to sell butt on drop very hard. I think it's... Uh, no, not really. He's, he's like, down. did someone say... He, he, like, wakes up in the middle of the night. He's like, did someone say drop? Drop, drop, drop. <laughs> drop. I heard drop. It's like he. It's like his, his water falls down or something. It's like, I'm playing drop defense drop, tomorrow. Drop defense. <laughs> I saw a drop. Uh, it's a sign. <laughs> he must text the coaching staff, like, we're playing by. drop. My water bottle fell. <laughs> He must have lived by one of the waterfalls in the Milwaukee River or something those first two years. Uh, from digital DGTL underscore crunch rap. This is a fun question. What matchups are you most looking forward to for the Bucks? I I'm looking forward is, to the next Bulls game. I think this is easy. It's the Bulls. The Bulls are the one, the most different team in the league. And like we know what Phoenix looks like. Golden State will be fun when they play. But I think it's Bulls. And I'm really excited like. I think it's actually a good matchup for the Bucs. I think the Bulls have had a lot of success with DeMar as a four, and that just seems like a recipe for disaster against the Bucs. So I yeah. think that— We just need the Bulls to get healthy. And, and out Bucks, of protocol. And the Bucs to get healthy. But yes. But I, yeah, I agree um, with you. I think the Bulls is like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm finally, for the first time since the, the— really, I think, one of the high points of Bucks in six before the finals win— that playoff series where Giannis decked Dunleavy. Probably the first time since then I'm really excited for Bucks Bulls. Jared Bayless, game winner? Jared to Jared. Oh, yeah, Dudley to Bayless. Oh, Bayless got a clean King catch. catch. He oh. scores. Happy birthday, Jason Kidd. This place is up for the No, that's the, that's the wrong play. Oh, play. is it? The winner's That's the Chris game winner against Oh, yeah, Heat. you're right. You're, what am I thinking? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Are you, do you even listen to winning six? No. I hope you're listening out of it. This is our next question. We have uh, we're finished with box questions. Yeah, uh, I think this is silly season now. So rate, review, yeah, subscribe if you're going to tune out for these last ones. But yes. please listen through. Yes, this is from Ad Billy Not Gene Fave Sub Shop. Billy's fifty seventh apparently... Twitter account. 
They keep getting suspended and she keeps making more. <laughs> Gotta respect What's uh you're a, are you on TikTok? No. There's a sound where it's like finally got rid of and it's like I'm right here, you effing Brussels sprout. Reminds me of this. Um favorite <laughs> sub shot. I don't really eat subs, but subway. Huh, favorite is just hard. I think my favorite Oh no 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 wait, my favorite's pop belly. Uh, uh, Belly is okay. Um, I think mine is probably, this might be controversial, Jersey Mike's. Ooh, one of my friends really likes Jersey Mike's. They have, never, I can't say I've had it. They, I don't know if they have a ton that would be vegetarian, but my favorite for them, they have a chicken Philly cheese that really goes in. Like, I love a good Philly cheese slash chicken Philly cheese. Theirs is the best I've had. So I'm going to go with um, with Jersey Mike's. I do like Jimmy John's. Just the ease and the, the speed of it is nice. Although, the last two times I ordered, it took them forever to get to me. I, I was pretty upset, so it was not freaky fast. But I'll go with Jersey no. Mike's. Okay, I'll go with Pop Ellie. Uh, I don't know why this is a debate topic. Bucks Twitter just finds a new thing to debate <laughs> every, every day. Every I can't, day. I, can't I was about to say up. every week. It's you, every day. You told me about one I hadn't even heard of. Oh, the socks one? Yeah, and uh, I don't yeah. wear socks to bed. I'm not. No, don't do that. But, okay. Yeah, it's weird. We got back-to-back uh, Pokemon questions. We do. This is this is right up your wheelhouse, Ty. It is. This is from at B10 23 Shout out, Brian. Favorite Pokemon from every gen, excluding starters and legendaries? <sighs> Man. Um, I didn't do any research. I'm going to say Gen 1, Scyther, Gen 2, this is tough. It would be Typhlosion if I could do starters, but I will go with Umbreon. Gen okay. 3, do you want to do, do your first two? I assume you're not going to have all eight unless you're going to surprise um, me. Nah, let's go with uh, Gen 1. I'm going to go with uh, Lickitung. Oh, wow. Frohan's yeah. a freak, man. Oh, my oh God. Okay, I'm picking something else. Lickitung. <laughs> <laughs> I realize how sus that is now. Oh I'm going to pick God, something else. I am, pick, I am picking something else. Um, let's, uh, uh, let's go with Sanchu. <laughs> okay. It's, we'll, we'll mark it down as Lickitung. Um, how about uh, Gen, Gen 2? Gen 2. Let's go with... Uh, let's go with Teddy Ursa. Just adorable. Teddy Ursa. I like that. Okay. My Gen 3... I will. This is a tough one. I don't have too many favorites from this gen. I might just go. Actually, I'll, I'll go Flygon. I like Flygon enough. Flygon? Okay. I'm going to go with. Um, uh, let's go with. Uh, let's go with. Shroomish. <laughs> You're all over the map. Is your Gen Four Licky Licky Lickitung's evolution? <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, that's a, that's a Google oh, Licky God, Licky. No. But be careful. Um, my <laughs> my Gen Four is Gastrodon. I stand Gastrodon. I love Gastrodon. Okay, let's go. Um, let's go Tang Growth. Tang. Okay. Okay, you you're you're all over the map. I love this. I can't I, I can't keep up with your favorites. Gen five is hard. This is one of my favorite gens. Um, so I I kind of stand a lot of Gen five Pokemon, but I think at the end of the day, I have really become. Uh, ooh, oh, this is hard. 
I'm just going to say one. I'm not going to say four because that always feels like cheating. If I say, oh, this one's close, this one's close. This yeah, one's you close. just you got to say one. I know. I'll go with uh, I'll go with Gigalith. Gigalith. Okay. Let's go with Tranquil. Tra- a bird. Yeah. Not a big like Tranquil birds. guy. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Gen, Gen six. 6. So I need to look up a certain... I can never remember if this one Pokemon is Gen 6 or Gen 7. It looks like it's Gen 7. Uh, Gen 6 is just not my favorite, to put it lightly. This is Gen 7. Okay. Gen 6. What are they introduced in Gen 6? Um, what's yours? I know, I feel like um, you're just looking at a list and just picking randomly. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, let's go with Esper. Esper? Okay. I love this. Uh, I am going to go uh, Gen 6. I will go with, man, I don't know. Mm, Hall Lucha. I'll go with Hall Lucha. Gen 7 okay. for me is Mimic You. I love Mimic You. Oh, okay, okay. Isn't that like the weird, scary one? Yeah, it is. See, I know things. Oh, I ch- no, Gen 5. I lied about Gen 5. It's Hydrogen. My favorite Pokemon is Hydrogen. Okay. I didn't even think of it. Sorry, Gigalith. You're replaced. Okay, let's, let's, go. <laughs> let's go with Guzzlord. <laughs> Guzzlord. Guzzlord makes a hilarious noise. I'm going to send you a YouTube video after this. <laughs> um, my favorite Gen 8 Pokemon. This is the last one, right? Yeah, it was the first one. I like. It was my first favorite when I played through for the first time. I'm going to go with Bolton. It's like an electric Bolton. dog. Yeah, Ooh. Bolton. Let's go with... Uh, um, Snom. <laughs> Snom is a fan favorite. <laughs> Your picks are sending me. Um, and then the last question, also from B-Tenor23. Um, Should they bring back Mega Evolutions in Gen 9? No. Dynamax is better. Rohan, what do you think? Why, <laughs> why is Dynamax better, Ty? I think Dynamax is more inclusive. So Mega Evolutions... Only certain Pokemon get them. So it was nice to power up some previously not used Pokemon, but some Pokemon got left out. Any Pokemon can Dynamax. So I think it, it makes the game more variable, and I think it's more inclusive to oh, all you can get You can get a Dynamax uh, Snom? You can get a massive Snom, yes. Oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, or you can get a massive Guzzlord. Let's do this. <laughs> Guzzlord uh, <laughs> starts massive, too, so it gets Yeah, really that's good. what I was saying. Just an just a absolute behemoth of a Guzzlord. We're going to start a GoFundMe, get Rohan a Switch and Pokemon Shield so we can play together. <laughs> I, I need to. I need you to use a team of Snom, Guzzlord, Lickitung, Licky Licky, Shroomish... I love these picks. Um, I I feel like I'm just gonna get absolutely destroyed by people. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. They're, I can't. I'm wait. gonna get destroyed by Brian <laughs> for these picks. <laughs> um, no, but thank it's We've officially run out of questions. Thank yep. you to everyone for uh, asking questions. It this has been a very entertaining pod. We got for sure. from China from China to Canto, <laughs> which is actually the the real Canto region is pretty close to China. So I guess it's not that far, but also Milwaukee. Yeah, we've gotten as far as the Bucks have in the regular season thus far. Okay. I'm trying to – I don't know, man. I'm trying to bring it full oh, circle. I got to – let me pull up reviews. Yeah. We, we have a lot. Because yeah. we have five-star reviews because everyone should leave a five-star review and subscribe on their podcast platform of choice. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to the Substack. Follow at GSPN Hub. Ty, let's read out a five-star review. Oh, my goodness. We're one away from 200, folks. Oh, come on. Who's going to who's gonna get us there? Who's going to be number 200? Let me, I, okay, we have not done this. this. This headline is fire. 
Your enthusiasm and energy is the bright spot of my day. Five stars from Brew City Drew. I like that. Ooh. I like Brew and Drew rhyming. Makes yeah. Brew City acceptable to use. Obviously, everyone refers to it as Cream City 24-7. Obviously. That's a joke. Brew City Drew, great display name. The review. Whenever I see that there is a new episode uploaded, I get that jolt of happiness previously reserved only for the days for cup of coffee. That is an elite comp. Like if we're up on if we're first being, cup yeah, we're of coffee. compared to coffee? That's Oh my goodness. That is high praise. Oh, we're still going here. As a season ticket holder. I love when people include that they're season ticket holders too cuz I feel like this is like really hardcore stuff. So as a season ticket holder, I can't get enough of all things Bucks, and you guys always deliver. I love how you are such fans of the people the players are, as much of the players as players, if you know what I mean. Keep up the great run you're on, super content, and great chemistry. Bruce and Drew, thank you. This is an oh, elite review. My heart. Wow. My heart. That is an elite review. That's heat. Hey, and, and about the players. You got their people. Yeah. You got to appreciate them as people as well as players. Like, otherwise, what's the point? Uh, can I get a, a quick take from you before we wrap this finally? Yeah, of course. So I tried to invoke a hashtag rafters game saying Pat would have a big game. It didn't work, but I think the concept is good. Can we keep the hashtag or do we have to throw it away after Pat did not have a great game last night? What do you think? I think we can keep it. Well, let, let's workshop it. Let's try it. Maybe one more and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Again, it's like we started up top. Small sample size. I may wait till I make before I try next time. <laughs> that might be a good idea. I may wait for uh, that. That's that's the one adjustment. But yeah, yeah. no, I like the, I like the idea of a rafters game for Pat. Okay, okay, that's all I've got. Now I'm officially out. Okay, and again, thank you to everyone for the questions. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to everywhere I just said. And again, leave your five star review. We're one away from two hundred, and you'll get it read on the show. Come on, what else could you ask for? Uh, you can get into our Discord by also showing us your five star review and or proof and slash or proof of the Substack. You can do both. If you want, uh, tweeted at G, uh, Eurostep podcast, follow at GSPN, uh, follow uh, me, Ty, tweeted at me and Ty. Uh, you can also email at uh, Eurosteppod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, that's how you get into our Discord. We're doing another playback room uh, next week for the Pacers game, December 15th. So if you want to get in that, you have to be in the Discord. So yeah, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.